From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, a Seoul court acquits Samsung Electronics Executive Chairman Lee Jae-yong from charges related to the succession scandal, citing lack of evidence. The Seoul Metropolitan Government announces plans to construct the world's largest vertical city in the central Yongsan district. And President Yoon Sung-yo pledges to expand after-school childcare for elementary school students. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Daniel Che. The Seoul court ruled that Samsung Electronics Chairman Lee Jae-yong is not guilty of unfair market practices in a bid to tighten his claim to the company as its heir. The court dismissed charges of market manipulation and accounting fraud to bolster his control over the group, ending a nearly four-year legal saga. Tom McCarthy has the details. Samsung Electronics Chairman Lee Jae-yong has been acquitted of stock price rigging and accounting fraud connected to the controversial merger of two Samsung affiliates in 2015. The Seoul Central District Court on Monday handed down the ruling for the conglomerate chair some three and a half years after the original indictment, deciding the merger did not appear to be carried out illegally as a means of strengthening E's claim to the company. The prosecution contended that the Samsung Group inflated the stock prices of Cheol while driving down Samsung C&T prices through various unfair practices. Such practices were suspected to include the dissemination of false market information, the mass purchasing of affiliates' stocks, and illegal lobbying of the National Pension Service, a major shareholder of Samsung CNT, to support the merger process. The prosecutor said that such irregularities had been pursued since 2012 in favor of the Samsung Electronics chairman, who was the biggest shareholder of Cheol at 23.2%, allowing him to tighten his control of Samsung CNT. Monday's court ruling, however, found that the merger was not conducted solely for the purpose of E's ascension to the top of the company or to strengthen his control and hence cannot be considered an unfair practice. The court added that there was no evidence to show that the 3 to 1 offer of Samsung CNT shares to Chael shares was unfair and harmed shareholders, as it also said he was not guilty of false disclosure and accounting fraud related to Samsung Biologics, a subsidiary of Chael Industries. The ruling for E came with the acquittal of 13 other defendants, including former head of Samsung Group's future strategy office, Che Ji Sung. Tom McCarthy, KBS World Radio News. The Seoul city government announced plans to construct the world's largest vertical city in the central Yongsan district by early 2030, envisioned to be more than four times the size of New York's Hudson Yards. Richard Larkin has the report. The Seoul Metropolitan Government on Monday unveiled a plan to build the world's largest vertical city in Yongsan District. Designed by the Seoul Government, the Korea Railroad Corporation and the Seoul Housing and Communities Corporation, the envisioned city will be built on a plot of land measuring some 500,000 square metres. The city, which would be nearly four and a half times larger than Hudson Yards in New York, will house a 100-storey landmark and a 1.1-kilometre-long skyrail that will be built in a 45-storey building. Construction of the city's infrastructure is scheduled to begin in the latter half of next year, and businesses and residents will be able to move in from early 2030. The latest project has revived a property development plan in which a vast area in Yongsan was designated as the Yongsan International Business District in 2010, before it was scrapped in 2013 for various reasons, including a lack of funds. 
With the new project, the Yongsan International Business District would be reborn as a compact city that will be divided into three zones, an international business zone, a complex zone, and a support zone. The international business zone will house top-tier offices and hotels, as well as the 100-storey landmark, while the complex zone will house business support facilities and the support zone will consist of housing, education and culture facilities. The envisioned city will also include parks as well as a green square, arches and corridors. Richard Larkin, KBS World Radio News. President Yoon Song Yil said on Monday that childcare is the president's responsibility under the Constitution and the country should take the reins. The president made the remarks during a public forum on childcare and education at an elementary school in Gyeonggi province, saying that he has been striving to fulfill his campaign promise of government management of after-school programs and education that was made a national task by his administration. President Yoon vowed to expand the programs to about 2,000 elementary schools in the first half of this year and every elementary school in the nation by the second half, while including all elementary students who wish to take part in the program by the year 2026. Citing a survey showing 83.6% of prospective parents of elementary school students wish to participate in the program. Yoon stressed that the government should diligently pursue it despite various difficulties. Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Andrei Rudenko reportedly expressed serious concern over the escalation of tensions on the Korean peninsula during consultation in South Korea. According to the Russia TASS news agency on Sunday, Moscow's foreign ministry issued a statement regarding Rudenko's trip to Seoul, saying that he expressed serious concerns over the sharp escalation of tensions in the region. The statement blamed the rising tensions on the irresponsible, provocative policy of the U.S., which is attempting to push its regional allies toward the implementation of its aggressive plans, including militarily, for its own geopolitical objectives. The ministry reportedly said that Russia has also expressed its intention to develop mutually beneficial cooperation with North Korea that accords with the norms of international law in the interests of both countries to bolster peace and stability in the region. South Korea will participate in a U.S.-led multinational space security training event this month for the seventh straight year. According to the Air Force, the Global Sentinel 2024 will be held from Monday through February 16th at the U.S. Space Command at Vandenberg Space Force Base in California with some 250 people from 28 countries. Personnel from the Air Force, the Korea Astronomy and Space Science Institute, and the Korea Aerospace Research Institute will take part in the event along with personnel from the Army and Navy, space experts at the Agency for Defense Development, Korea Astronomy and Space Science Institute, and the Korea Aerospace Research Institute. The participants will learn procedures to deal with satellite collisions and falling space objects, with South Korea teaming up with Australia, New Zealand, and Japan for the training. The Air Force said that the training will focus on acquiring the knowledge to respond to space situations identifying and supplementing developments in the field of space domain awareness and improving international and civil military joint response capabilities related to space situations. Military authorities believe that North Korea has engaged in four rounds of cruise missile launches this year alone as part of efforts to test the efficiency of its weapons under development. Joint Chiefs of Staff spokesperson Lee Sung-jun revealed the assessment in a regular press briefing on Monday when asked to comment on the intensive launches in a short period of time. Asked if the reclusive state had previously tested cruise missiles in such a fashion, he said 
He does not believe there has been such a case. He was quick to add, however, that ballistic missiles and cruise missiles have different uses and purposes and therefore require further related analysis. Ballistic missiles are fast and aim for extensive destruction, while cruise missiles, though slower, are capable of precision strikes. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index went down 24 points, or 0.92%, on Monday to close at 2,591.31. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also declined, losing 6.78 points, or 0.83%, to close at 807.99. On the foreign exchange, the local currency weakened 8.21 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,330.81. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. This has been Daniel Che. You can also catch our news from our website at world.kbs.co.kr.